Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hi. Hey. Welcome to POV and My Therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. First of all, I just want to let you guys know that me and Beyonce currently have on the same wig. Just so you know, me and Beyonce, same wig. And no, I did not have to grow these inches on some Slavic twin's head. Um, This is Kendra's Boutique, 100% raw Brazilian, and I dyed this bitch myself. I dyed this bitch myself. So not, you know, not saying Beyonce keep up, but Beyonce, I'm coming for you. Um, yeah, bro, I was looking at the concert footage last night, and I was like, uh, 20, 40, 80 at the track, hit it with the girl, and I was looking, I was like, not me and Beyonce got on the same wig, y'all, this is cray gray, but me and Beyonce got on the same wig, and I just think that's crazy, but, um, yeah, she looks so good, Miss Mother is doing her thing, and, like, this is the thing, right, so I was not gonna go to the concert, I wasn't, I was not gonna go to the Renaissance Ball, because, you know, she's a billionaire, congratulations, she's a black billionaire, I am not even a millionaire, okay, um, I can't, I cannot in good conscience give this lady my money, but then I saw she added a third, a third night in Atlanta, and the tickets were only like, they were quite cheap, so I was like, oh, you know what, I might go see mother, and then now everybody is posting about it on Twitter, I just feel left out, like, first night of the tour and I'm already feeling left out, like, that's sick, you're sick, regardless, but yeah, so I really just had to let it be known that I'm not copying Beyonce, Beyonce is copying me, okay, so when you see this unit with these six fucking bundles, bitch, you see how thick this is, that's six bundles, that's, that's rat, honey, that's a lot, so when you see that, don't be like, Divine wanna be Beyonce so bad, Divine is thinking she wanna be Beyonce the second, she's not, okay, she's not, Beyonce saw my wig, I don't know how, but she did, she saw my wig, and she said, I need my hair to look like that, okay, so, I just need to get off my chest, because, like, it's really hard when people are constantly copying you, and, like, they have no sense of originality, like, that's wild, like, get your own personality, you know what I'm saying, so, anyways, that being said, (laughs) that being said, this week on this week's episode, before we even get into the nitty gritty of it all, I want to remind you that the best way to support an independent podcast is by sharing it, hun. It's by sharing the podcast. I now have a Patreon, and for the same price as a cup of coffee, you can support me on there. You can um, give me $5 a month to help a suffering African child, okay? Um, suffering, suffering, real bad. 
So if you want to support me, those are ways, there are ways you can do it. You can buy merch. We still got merch for sale. We got it all. And, you know, I'm excited to start this new thing with y'all. Um, but I, I appreciate your support. I appreciate y'all tuning back in every week, listening to me and my shenanigans. You come back every week knowing that Divine is going to shenan again. And I just appreciate you so much for it because you love me. You really, really love me. And I just feel like I can be myself. Like, there's just so much more under the surface than just, you know, Beyonce's muse. You know, and I'm, there's so much more to me than that. And I'm glad that every week y'all come back and y'all say, show us more, sis. Show us your mental illness as it develops. Show it all. Bury all. Bury your soul. So, um, but yeah, so support me in any way you can. Feel comfortable to. I appreciate all of it. I appreciate the streams. I appreciate the likes. I appreciate the ratings. I appreciate it all. I love it all. And I love you all, okay? So this week, I want to talk about something a little different. Divine is not really in her bitter ever right now. No, she's not in her bitter ever. Why is Divine not in her bitter ever? Is it because therapy has been working? Absolutely not. That's not why Divine is not in her bitter ever. Therapy, recently, recently, I've just been finding that therapy's just a little too real because my therapist will say something or I will say something to her and she'll just like tell me the truth. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, that's sick. Like, I don't, yes, I'm being avoidant. Yes, I'm being completely unreasonable by wanting a man to literally just, like, stop his whole life and just, like, make me the center of his world. Like, okay, but, like, you don't have to say that. It's so rude. It's so rude to say that. Like, why are you, like, and, like, sometimes, like, I'm wrong, and then she'll, like, tell me that, which is, like, It's too much. Like, it's too much. And I'm like, you're my therapist. Like, you're not supposed to stick up for these bitches. I'm right. And you're supposed to agree. That's why I'm paying you to agree with me. Okay. Um, But yeah, so I had a couple moments this week. Not this week, but like recently where I've just, I'm like, this game a little too real. You, why you being hostile by telling me about myself? I don't like that. You, you're being hostile, okay? So, um, but I, I took some, a step back and I, I started, you know, reevaluating myself because let me tell you something. So, um, you know, I always like to tell you guys about my love life as it's happening. Um, or like, not as it's happening. But anyway, so I've been talking to somebody new, right? And this is the guy that I thought ghosted me that I did like a whole two-part episode on ghosting. But I think I needed that. I think I needed to be humbled. You know what I'm saying? I think I needed to remember what's important and like to get my shit back on track. 
Because do you know how embarrassing it is to have like a whole speech in your head about how you're about to cuss this man out and then he want to pop back in like nothing ever happened? And not only pop back in like nothing ever happened, when I say nothing ever happened, I don't mean like he's he's like manipulating, gaslighting, like, oh, you're crazy. Why would you? No, 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 no. Like comes ready with apologies and like talking about I should have been more communicative. I should have been more open. I'm really going to work on that. I'm sorry. And then the next time like they need some space, they do say, hey, I'm really sorry but like I'm not having a good time right now and I need space I'm gonna try my best to get back to you at the it's like oh my god like yes this is what I asked for but it's terrifying when it happens when it's standing right in front of you with a dick and balls and they're behaving because it's like you're a man like why would you do anything good like that's crazy why would you do that that's weird you know what I'm saying so of course I have my little trusty issues which means that every time, you know, something good is happening, I always am waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I just, I'm like, is the shoe going to drop? Is it going to drop? And, um, and that can be really scary. So that's been the brunt of my therapy journey recently. And I started reading, it's really hot in here. So if you hear me fanning, it's because I am fanning myself with the little your sign that I have. Um, or maybe I should use the my. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to use the my sign. But it's very scary when it's happening. Because the thing is, so I started reading All About Love, right? Which is a book by Bell Hooks in which she talks about love. And I'm still on the introduction. That is a long fucking introduction, bro. And I'm not even gonna lie, it's a little bit boring. I'm, I'm, I wanna get to the nitty gritty, but I'm being a good consumer. Not consumer, but a good, yeah, a good consumer of literature, a good reader, and I'm gonna read the fucking introduction. I'm still on the fucking Roman numerals pages, okay? But the one thing that I have picked up so far from reading this book is that from the fucking echoes of beginning of time, one thing people have been terrified of is getting hurt. This is not a new emotion. I am not the first person to be terrified of feeling pain because I decided to be vulnerable and to open myself up to love and whatever that may look like. Um, I'm not the first person to feel this pain. This is not, I am not that important that nobody else on this earth has ever felt how I felt. Now, there are levels to it and you know some parts of it are different because you know I am a neurotypy baby. She's a little neurotypy girl and neuro um no what? I'm not neurotypical. That's what I'm trying to say. Um you know I have the mental illness love. So it makes things a bit brasher and especially like if you have something like rejection sensitivity and if you got daddy issues if you got all that and you never seen like a secure relationship in your life. So obviously there are challenges that present different levels of like issues for you to face. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, go out with a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. But the question is, more time for what? Recently, me and my therapist sat down and literally made a list of all of the things I've been wanting to accomplish this year that I felt that I did not have any time for. There's a book I've been wanting to read on finance. You guys know I'm super into my finances this year. And I was like, when am I going to have the time to do this? Well, we sat down, made that list, and turns out I have time on Tuesday mornings. Little changes can really help create a sense of control in a world where so many of the things that happen are beyond our control. 
So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and it's suited to fit your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com POV today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash P-O-V. I think at the end of the day, a lot of, nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody wants to feel pain. Nobody wants to feel rejection. Nobody wants to feel that ache. And that ache is so... There's no way to avoid it is what really sucks. There's no way to avoid it. There, You are always opening yourself up to the chance of being disappointed, of being hurt, of being let down anytime you open your heart up to anybody. And it could be a love interest. It could be a friend. The minute that you start to find solitude in somebody else and you find a safe space and you, you start unbuttoning and you start unlatching and you start unpacking you know, there's so many things that could happen and some of them make you sad, will make you sad. But at the end of the day, you have to continue to love and like that shit is wild to me. Um, It's really wild because I, all the time, I think I've said this, like I wish I could like just turn off the part of my brain that like wants love and stuff like that. But that would mean turning off my entire being. I am such a lover girl and like recently like I've really stepped into like this feeling of fully being a lover girl and fully loving love bitch like of loving of loving love like fuck I love love bitch I love it you know what I'm saying I really love it because there's just such joy in it and like there's so many beautiful things that can come out of it like oh my god like I'm not going to get, like, extra vulgar. I really was about to. But, like, you like somebody and, like, you fall in love and, like, you have, like, these intense feelings. Like, the fact that, listen, the fact that just talking to this man gets my panties wet and he's not doing nothing special. He's not doing nothing special in these moments. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Miley Cyrus has a lyric that says, it turns me on that you care. Oh, my God. There is nothing sexier than like a man who gives a fuck, who gives a damn. There ain't nothing sexier than that. You know what I'm saying? A man who cares about your well-being, he cares if you're well-fed, he cares if you're happy, he cares about your day, who you're telling him the dumbest fucking story that even you are like this, for some reason you are just absolutely enraptured in the tea and the gossip and the drama and he just like he's like fully interested and like the thing is I don't like the man does not care about the gossip he cares about that you care about it so much and he likes it so much which by the way hold on hold on hold on hold on while we're here and before I even forget which is why I got hella beef with DDG um Halle Bailey's little boyfriend or whatever because like I don't know if y'all saw that tweet but he tweeted he said he twote he twote and he said um should he watch the animated, animated, the animated version of The Little Mermaid or should he just wait and watch the live action one? And I'm like, so you mean to fucking tell me your girlfriend is a Disney princess. She got the role of a fucking lifetime. She is literally changing so many little and older 
me black girls lives in this moment by seeing a black fucking mermaid the little mermaid was my favorite fucking movie and now to see a sister to see a sister in the caribbean with a little jamaican lobster sister to see my girl my sister my cousin you know what i'm saying to see that and and i know how important that is to me and like it's important to so many women so many people and to tell me you didn't even watch the animated version you didn't even do your fucking research you didn't you didn't you didn't watch a 75 minute kids movie while your girlfriend was getting hounded by racists while your girlfriend had to be alone for a year to shoot in London by herself where she don't know nobody listen I saw that and I was like, that's a hating ass bitch if I ever saw one. That is a hating ass bitch if I ever saw one. And I saw something today on the Twitter that this girl said, I'm really happy that Halle Bailey's team is making her not like they're kind of separating them on the red carpet so that when she looks back, because girl, I really hope they don't, no offense, not like wishing bad upon anybody, but like I don't like the dude. Um, Girl, we hate your boyfriend. Um, but like, hopefully they break up, whatever, but it's like, you don't want to look back at these beautiful times in your life. And there he go, little stink, little bugaboo in the side in all of your fucking pictures. Like, and then you got to get on Twitter and ask the bitches to Photoshop him out. You know what I'm saying? Like these things like can be temporary and Lord knows I hope that shit is temporary. That boy sucks. And I was like, I cannot believe you just fixed your mouth to admit that out loud are you out of your fucking noggin you're you've lost your shit i was real disappointed to see that i was like fuck my standards were low but like wow um yeah so anyways so but there's something so sexy about somebody who just fully supports you and they're excited about the things that you're excited about and and they allow you the space to be excited about the things they're excited about too and that they create boundaries and they respect boundaries. I think that has been like the craziest thing to experience because I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think I've ever, no, not ever, but like, no, not ever. And I don't think I've ever, like, really engaged with a man who actually, like, liked me. You know what I'm saying? He liked the idea of, like, getting to fuck me. Or, like, he liked the fact that I liked him. Mm. But, like, I don't think, like, I've ever experienced that kind of, like, situation where, like, somebody likes me as much and if not more than I like them. And they're actually, like, afraid. Well, not afraid. <laughs> but, like, you know, they. my opinion is important to them. Um, I always felt like I was, I don't know, I was getting crumbs, girl. I was taking crumbs and I was getting them. And they were just doing the bare minimum. And it's just, like, you know, this person, like, they're making plans. They're taking note of the things that I like. They're very excited about me and like that feels so fucking nice and bitch when I tell you that shit turn me on like a mother uh turn me on like a motherfucker let me tell you something so I've just been really excited about that I'm in a place in my life where I have to take a lot of leaps of faith I basically have to shut my eyes and jump and jump and jump taking a leap of faith in all of the things that scare us and Accepting that there is failure, there is pain, there is disappointment that comes with all of these things, but 
we can't let that necessarily stop us from taking the leaps of faith because what could happen could be so fucking good. And I have to give a lot of credit to one of my friends today. If you're watching this, hey, um, she's probably not because she hates mouth sounds. <laughs> she hates mouth sounds and I do a lot of mouth sounds. But today, um, this week, like she's really been given like the best advice. And like today I told her, I was like, damn, you really should start charging people for this advice. Not me, but people, everybody else. Um, not I because I'm fun employed. But it really just put into perspective, like people are so good at putting into perspective just the little things that you need to hear. There's so much fear residing in our spirit because of our experiences with people who have disappointed us or have made us feel not good enough and have made us feel not worthy of the love that we think we deserve or the success that we think we deserve. And sometimes what it really takes is somebody reminding you how simple it could all be how easy it could all be. Like I was having a moment where I was having a cute, fun, sexy little spiral. And I was saying things like, what if this happens? What if this scary thing happens? What if this other scary thing happens just in a different way or at a different time? And she was like, let's pause and let's think about what if this amazing thing happens? Have you thought about that? What if you get all of your heart's desires? What if that happens? And I hadn't thought about that. I had not let my mind go as far as to thinking, what if everything works out? And honestly, that was a little scarier than thinking about all the other things that could happen. Because when you're used to disappointment, you learn how, you learn, you get a tough skin. You learn how to deal. Um, you learn how to honestly move on. You learn how to trudge forward. But that opening up again and allowing yourself the possibility, the, the, the turning over to reveal your soft white underbelly, it is terrifying and it is so scary. And it truly takes bravery and it takes a brave person to be able to do that again and again and again through adversity, through pain, through hardship, through disappointment. And so if you are constantly turning over and showing your soft side and letting your vulnerability peek through or letting it out, you are so strong and you are so brave. And I am so proud of you because girl, it is hard and it is scary. There are so many times when I think there is no pain more. I cannot handle any more pain than this. And then life comes around and she's like, I promise you, you can. She's like, you know what's really sexy? Three times this pain. Would you like to try it? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I was wrong. I can withstand a lot of pain. And when I'm in these moments and when I'm in these times, I often feel like it's the end. It's the end that there is no other place for me to go. There's nothing left to happen but more pain. And I have to remind myself that this moment now is not tomorrow. This moment tomorrow is not now. Tomorrow is not the future. The future does not end the minute we get to it. It continues to create more and more events. And these things are so sporadic. 
that we don't know whether they're going to end up good or bad. And there are so many times when things go bad that we are so thankful for it in the future. Are we not? We're so excited that things went to shit because we're like, fuck, I really hated that guy. Like, literally, I my mom brought this up. And I was just, just like, I was so triggered because I was like, why, why would you bring th- that man up? Y'all remember that man, right? That man that I was dealing with that literally every time we got into a fight he would leave mean comments (laughs) on my apple podcast reviews he would leave evil ass comments like he would be like you need to be she should this host hates men she should have been aborted and stuff like that and it's like bro every time we got into a little scuffle it didn't matter how small it was or how big it was that boy was leaving a review. I'm calling. He was hate. It wasn't even Twitter fingers, babe. He pulled that phone up. He said, "I'm going straight to the source." He said, "One star review, bitch. I hate you. You hate men. You should have been aborted." Like I was like, "What is wrong with him?" And he was so stupid because he his username on Apple was a word that he could not spell for real in real life. Like, that's on me. I'm really fucking around with a man who can't spell basic words. You know what I'm saying? That's my problem. You're with stupid divine. So he would misspell the same word on the Apple review and in real life. And I was like, are you fucking serious, bitch? So that's how I, you know, caught wind of that. I had buried that shit deep in the depths of my mind, but here come my mother, excited to bring it up again and remind me, okay? Um, To remind me of, you know, another failed talking stage and all that hullabaloo. And, but she was like, she was like, when I think back on that, she was like, think about like how immature that was and how like lame that man was. And like, he had nothing to offer you, genuinely nothing to offer you. And you were so positive that this was your man, that you manifested it, that he was your soulmate, you know? And now you have this person who is so the opposite. He is so the opposite. Like, this man loves boundaries. He be doling them out. And, like, he creates boundaries in our conversation that I wasn't even expecting. And then I'm like oh, this makes me feel safe. This makes me feel nice. And like, sure, like there are little issues and stuff, but like, it's not anything that's worth losing your shoe over. You feel me? So, and she's like, this person is actually taking the time to get to know you and they're really appreciating you for everything that you are. And they're not leaving you one-star reviews and evil reviews on your Apple podcasts. (laughs) And she was like, and now this is the time that you want to run away. It's now that you're having second thoughts. Yeah, I got distracted as fuck because I got an email and I was like, just on my phone, like, do, 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 do. Let me get everything squared away. So I had to send a bunch of emails, had to buy a fucking plane ticket just now. But got all that done. And now the really hard part is headed forward. But anyways, um, I also took some time to call my man. To call my man. That's really my man, you guys. I am... I hate... Okay. I'm manifesting. I really am. Because right now, on paper, he's giving... He's giving everything that I want. 
And the craziest thing is, which is the mistake I've made before, is telling men exactly what I'm looking for, exactly what I want, and then being surprised when they meet that to a T and then something happens and that's not really who they are. And I'm like, well, yeah, no shit, girl. You gave him the blueprint of how to, you know, finagle you, scoop de do you. Um, you made it super easy. So that's something that I've strayed away from doing. And like this point, this time, like I had a moment where I was like, did I tell this guy like all of these things? And I didn't, I did not tell him shit. Like this is just who he is. And I'm like, God, if you slayed, just tell me you slayed, girl. God, if you slayed, just let me know that you slayed. But you know, can't speak too soon. Can't speak too soon. Can't be too excited. And then, you know, in like a couple weeks, I'm like, besties. But see, that's me thinking negative again. Because, like, also, in a couple weeks, I could be like, besties. Besties. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we got to be real. You know, we got to be real careful and all that. Um, But, yeah, and you know what's crazy? I was actually, like, talking to my therapist. And I was like, do you think, like, I'm ignoring red flags? And she was like, no. She was like, I think one of the things that, like, I have to learn how to do is continue to practice detachment even when things are going well um until you know I got a ring on my finger like you have to constantly practice detachment so that when things come across to your table that are not exactly what you're looking for you can you're not reasoning yourself to accept it and you're more so you're looking at everything objectively and you're making an informed decision and you're not making a decision like based off because you're a lonely bitch. You know what I'm saying? So that was like one of the conversations we had today just because, listen, um, yeah. So anyway, so last time I saw my therapist, she made me write out a list of everything I was looking for in a partner. And girl, you know, I ignored doing that for a long time because one, I didn't want to literally just sit there and like write out all the traits of my crush. You know what I'm saying? And also, I just, I don't know, like it scares me because the last time I did it, the person literally came and like, I thought it was it. And then, you know, we got fucked over. So this time, sat down and wrote my dream partner. Okay, and I made a surprising discovery at the end. So my dream partner, this is a manifestation. So we're going to tap into our manifestation voice, mamas, okay? As I fan myself off a little. So we're going to tap into our manifestation voice, yes. The girls are manifesting. Venus, goddess of love, if you're listening, open up your motherfucking ears, bitch. God, you need to give me what I want now, okay? I am losing patience, okay? So, my dream partner. Hey. My dream partner is kind-hearted. He is empathetic. He is patient. He is understanding. They try to talk through things even when it's hard. Are you repeating after me? You should be, okay? My dream partner inspires me to be better, to work through the issues I didn't even know I had. They're funny. They have their own interests, and if they're not my interest, they fucking respect that, okay? They create, did I already do this? They create and respect existing boundaries. 
They are thoughtful. They affirm me. They are a caretaker. They let me be a lover girl. Because we all know I'm a motherfucking lover girl. And I got no shame about it, bitch. I love love. I love love. And if you have a problem with me loving love, you just a hating ass bitch. And God himself cannot save your bitter ass. Sorry. Um, they encourage me to pursue my dreams. My dream partner does not gaslight. He does girl boss. And he does not gatekeep. Okay? So... That was what I wrote down. And I don't know if you noticed this, but real personal growth here. I did not write down any physical qualities. Oh my God. My dream partner doesn't have to be 6'4". You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, my dream partner, like, he can be, like, he can be, like, 5'3". He, he can be 5'3". You know, it doesn't matter. What matters is what's inside of his heart. Because obviously I want someone to accept me and to love me for all that I am. And you know what? Sometimes you just have to accept a man for all that he is at 5'3". And 5'4". And 5'2". If you really have it in you. You know? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Are you really going to, like, pass up on a loving man just because he's not 6'4"? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know? And I think that's where I got fucked up the last time because, girl, last time I did this, I said, I need him to be 6'4". Little Mr. Crazy came. He was 6'6". I said, oh, God, you passed my standards by two. But you know what was in those two inches? Psychopathic behavior. (laughs) Like narcissism okay anger and rage like you know a lot of it a lot of it a lot of anger and a lot of rage that was what was in the extra two inches okay and not to mention you know where that two inches really should have gone yeah i'm not gonna hit below the belt but if i did i doubt he'd feel anything I'm just saying, I learned that really late in our relationship, there, that there barely was. So, you know, I dodged a bullet. We're good. We're good. We're good. But I was so specific on the looks. And when the red flags started popping up, I said, but he is exactly what I described. What parts of him did you exactly describe, Divine? What parts? That he was tall, okay. He was, he had nice eyes. He had light eyes. Um, this was also, like, when I gave a fuck about that shit. Like, I just don't care anymore. I don't, like, you know, I be on my little white boy tip. Not gonna lie, I do. But, and I think that's because for a long time, I had had a lot of, like, bullshit happen with, like, black men. And I'm not gonna lie, I was on my little, I'm not dating black men because I don't know how to deal with y'all. Y'all don't like me, whatever, whatever, whatever. But there's so many good black men out there. And, like, honestly, I think it's unfair to just lump them all together. That was when I was on my white boys only tip. And then I... And then I was like, oh, shit, y'all all suck. Y'all suck like ass. Like, it don't matter if you white, if you Asian, if you black, if you Arab, if you Mexican, if you Turkish, if you Vietnamese, if you whatever. Men are going to be men. 
when they're bad. You know what I'm saying? So I think like that really like shook my thoughts a little bit loose. And I was like, okay, so you were six foot six. You were everything that I thought I wanted on paper. You definitely were sexy. You were definitely what I wanted to fuck, but have a life with, deal with. No, like you, you're so shitty. Like you're so shitty. So that was a good lesson to learn. I definitely think so. That was a great lesson to learn. Um, and I learned my fucking lesson, you know, I learned my lesson. Um, but that being said, um, yeah, that being said, I told my therapist all of that. And then she, one thing that I didn't write down that I should have written down was that I want to be with somebody who we both, <laughs> so that we both, we, we want like everlasting love. And like everlasting light and everlasting joy and everlasting happiness. I want somebody who's going to put their well-being first. And I don't mean that in a selfish way. I mean that if you need help, you can say that. And I think a lot of times like there's just so much shame about it. And we've talked about it a lot. But I really want somebody who they can recognize that. And that's something that they are fine and okay with. Um, Because this is the thing. I want to fall in love right? I want a man to fall in love with me. I want him to be like, oh my God, you're so perfect. You're so beautiful. Let's get married. And then I'm like, oh my God, you're right. And then he's like, wait, before we get married, let me buy you a house. And I'm like, oh my God, you're right. And then he buys me a house and then we get married and then we have babies and then we have like hella babies. And I'm talking like 13 babies, like Queen Charlotte up in this piece. You feel me? So we got like hella kids. Like we popping kids out the wazoo. Like, my pussy gonna be so tired, but he's like, girl, we gotta do what we gotta do, you know what I'm saying? So, we're, like, popping a hella kids, and then we're having, like, hella grandkids, and then I get hella fucking old, and then he gets hella fucking old, and then I die, and then he thinks about it for, like, two seconds, and he's like, oh my god, I love her so much, and then he dies, and then, you know, we float into the sky holding hands, and then we live happily ever after in the sky, you know what I'm saying? So that's like really what I think about when I think about the kind of love that I want. And you can't really get there if, um, you know, you're not of sound mind. And I think that's something that like I really value in a person and that I look for. And, you know, that's something that I really want. Um, But yeah, all that to say is I'm excited. I'm excited. I feel really hopeful about the future for the first time in a long time and I don't just mean that because like I'm talking to this person but I also mean that because like the New York trip was amazing you know the devil's really tried to do some shit but I refused to let her I was like you don't know me you really don't know me if you think this shit's gonna bother me you're not like the day that I had a very important engagement why the fuck did I get food poisoning at six in the morning No, actually, sorry. At three in the morning, I was up blowing chunks till six in the morning. And then I had to be ready by eight. I was not well, babe. Like, I was not well. But I was really happy still, even though, like, I was sick. I was so happy to be there. And I just, you know, I was a trooper. I did what I had to do. And I can't wait to be able to even tell you what the hell it is. (laughs) But... Um, anyway, so while I was in New York, I also got myself a little, I got myself a little gift. I got me this necklace. It's a D. I got myself this little gold necklace. It's a D in the gothic font. And I just wanted to give myself a little gift to, you know, really celebrate me and and remind myself how proud I am of me because boy, am I fucking proud of me. Um, I think we have come such a long way on this podcast and 
I've been counting down, but there's only one more. I'm sorry. There's only one more episode left. I've been counting down and there's only one more episode left in the season before I take a short hiatus. Last time I took a hiatus, it was for a month, but I think this time it's going to be a little bit longer than that. It, it's probably going to be between two to three months. I'm trying not to let it be three months, but with everything that I have planned to do, it might be three months just because I want to give myself the time. I want to allow myself the time. And if I get this, I applied for something that would be super helpful, um, like with everything I want to do. And if I get that, it might end up being, um, it might end up being a little bit longer than that. It might end up being six months. But when I tell you we're going to come back, pussy popping, we're going to come back with a crazy catalog, Sade. So, yeah. Um, but I'm super excited and I'm just... Oh, I'm feeling blessed. You know, my bank account's not looking blessed, but I think sometimes you have all these opportunities and you realize quickly, like, money ain't everything. And I'm just happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? I'm really happy to be here. And I'm feeling the love. I'm feeling the excitement. And I'm just freaking happy. So, yeah, that's where we are, girl. That is where we are. Um, so that's the end of this episode. This I didn't even get into half of this stuff I wanted to talk about, but this is the thing. This week, I'm going to try to finish reading um, All About Love by Bell Hooks and so that we can have a full-fledged conversation about that um, on the next episode because I really want to open our hearts up to love again. And I'm not just saying that because I'm really having a blast right now. No, I'm saying that because I started thinking about that before I even met this person because I don't want to be... I didn't want to be in my lonely girl era. I didn't want to be in my sad girl era. And like, even when I thought that this was going nowhere, I was still, even in the grief of a potential ghosting, I was still trying to set myself up for positivity and happiness and joy and understanding and going through whatever I was going to go through in healing and in a good space, in a good moment. So yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm so excited. I can't wait. And yeah, as always, the best way to support a small uh, independent podcast is by sharing it with your friends and your family and on social media. Um, go ahead and, you know, sign up for the Patreon as well if that's something you're interested in. And make sure that you follow me on the socials at VineFilo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. That's on TikTok, that's on Twitter, that's on Instagram, that's on all of the girls. So yeah, I am super excited. I look forward to whatever the future holds until I have a depressive episode. But I love you guys so much. You are the light of my life, the light of my world, all of it. I love you so much. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.